back, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you like and subscribe and smash that notification. <laughs> I hate saying that stuff, but they make me do it right at the beginning. Every subscribe time. here, here, here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, I, what I always want him to do is like point here and then have Brandon put it over here. So well, that's like, that's always the thing, too, is they're like, click the notification right here, but the button's actually down over here because <laughs> they're always changing where it's at. Uh, nevertheless, thank you so much for joining in with us. We've got uh, some fun conversation ahead of us. Full disclosure, right off the bat, um, whenever we sit down to do these podcasts, Aaron, we always like to kind of warm our voices up and just have a little bit of a conversation. Yep. And so we've been doing that for the last five or so minutes, and the conversation like started to be so funny and so good. Any like already off the bat, we were like, "All right, everybody, shut up. <laughs> we got to start rolling." Man, we're setting high expectations for this. You better be hilarious, Sean. No. <laughs> wait, wait Just until wait. the very end. I promise. <laughs> Watch the whole thing. <laughs> now uh, we are uh, we're super excited for today's guest. And we're going to have a great time. First of all, Aaron, it's been a while since we've been in here. It has. It has. But fortunately, we got Brandon in. Everything's rolling along good. And hopefully, we can uh, start getting these back out. Yeah. And we don't. We try to normally stay neutral on date and time. But I'm going to go ahead and give everyone a sneak peek since I've got my um, my festive Starbucks cup here. We're near Christmas. Yeah. I got my my red cup as well. Yeah. So listen, I dressed in Christmas. Yeah. And you oh, got your yeah. green and you got shirt a red on. cup with the green shirt. Green. Yeah. I'll show you my socks later. That's awesome. <laughs> Make my underwear. So, man, this year has flown by, though. It, I can't believe it. Like, somebody told me the other day, they're like, oh, Christmas is, you know, 26 days away or whatever. And I was just like, that was today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, I've done nothing. <laughs> nothing. For, for us, what's I think for this year has been so different is we were able to sponsor some families. We've never done that. Oh, that's We've never cool. been able to do that before. And, uh, like, my brokerage, Daniels Real Estate, was able to – sponsored two families off uh, the charts that, you know, really we kind of found. And then my boar, uh, Amy Mokas with Berkshire Hathaway handles the south side of my board. She said, Hey, we got another family. Would you want, you want to take that one? And she had no idea. We've already sponsored two. I was like, yeah, we'll take them directly. So feels good. Yeah, yeah. No, it feels that's good. Awesome. Like, that, that's it, one it, of our favorite things. I want to yeah. talk more about that too here in a minute, but before we get too far, let me give a proper introduction. We've got Sean Daniels in here with us. I don't know if you can do the hand clap uh, sound or not yeah. over there, Mr. Hey. Producer. There <laughs> right on cue. Uh, exactly. Uh, but no, we're super excited to have you. Real estate mogul, businessman extraordinaire uh, here in the Indianapolis area. Thanks so much for taking some time to uh, come and talk to us. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. I really do. Yeah. yeah. And this is one of those things that um, it's just a great partnership. We often talk about the importance of partnership in business, especially with our business and especially with realtors and, and brokers. And, and things like that and how we help each other and how the relationship really just works hand in glove. But um, this is just another way that we can support each other and, and all of that. So uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your background, where you come from? We, I typically invite our guests to start at about the four years old mark, um, earliest me childhood memory. And then under the next seven hours, we'll just unpack. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. also therapy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So east side Indianapolis, uh, I used to walk to Heather Hills Elementary. We, we lived in... Uh, a neighborhood that was booming back in the day, you know, when my parents first moved over there and then it started digressing a little bit and they ended up moving to the, uh, Cumberland area. And I went to Mount Vernon after that, uh, graduated there, played football there, uh, had a lot of great memories and friends Had a good coach. Uh, from there, I was working at discount tire, met a really good mentor named Kenny Boyson, Kenny Boyson. Uh, man, you talk about somebody that works hard, plays hard. He's retiring. <laughs> Next year, and I'm, I'm all, I want to be at his retirement, but okay. this dude's a legend in my mind. But uh, from there, my buddy went to go work for the dealership world, started making double what we were making at the you know tire place. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's do that. So I became a service consultant. Uh, within the first three to four months, won a trip on Howard Hewler's yacht. Didn't even know it, you know. And oh, wow. Just from the good customer service and taking care of my clients the way they're supposed to be taken care of it. So you're on the service side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's what That's like. an interesting world, too. Oh, totally. There's some friends in, in that space. You, you talk about uh, dealing with different personalities on a daily basis. Uh, you got, I dealt with about three to 350 clients before I became a manager a day. Uh, I was a high producing uh, service consultant, as in, you know, I would take care of maybe 20 people, oh, not a day, I was 300, 350 a month. Oh, yeah, I was 20, like, yeah, yeah, I was like, holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> but, um, but it really helped mold me into who I was. I was going to night school at the same time, too, at Kelly School of Business. So I was learning a little bit about business. 
I was, you know, a service consultant. And as you, when you pull in, you know, you got those little podiums, right? Yep. And that's kind of like, to me, I, I treated it like my own business. Yeah. They're 100% on commission. Most people don't realize that. And, you know, I remember the first day at Hubler Chevrolet, I'm sitting there and, and uh, there's a line of cars out there, right? And like, they're not opening the doors yet. You know, like they're waiting. Like, everybody's just sitting there waiting, look, staring at these people. Nope, the it's not six o'clock yeah, yet. Yeah, That's not, silly. And if you know anything about Disneyland, you know, Mickey Mouse is there. First thing, he opens up early. There's always a line, right? So like after about a month of getting settled in, learning how to use a computer, learning how to print out my appointments and everybody's appointments, I'd start going out there and like with my little card, figuring out who's who, who's walking through who. the line. Yeah, yeah. And then if they didn't have an appointment, it's like, all right, here's my tag. I'll have you all written up. I wrote all our stuff down. And uh, of course, uh, you talk about work hard, play hard. People don't like that. Yeah, they man. don't like that, man. You're making them look bad. Uh, I won that trip. I didn't even know I won that trip. I beat out like this husband wife team that won it every year. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh! And so I had a salty one. You talk about a target on your back. I, <laughs> I was like, I was twenty. You know, I didn't know any better. I was just doing what I was taught to do from Discount Tire. And then even when I'd answer the phone, you know, I'd answer the phone different than anybody else. You know, Discount Tire and answer the phone like, you know, this Discount Tire, Sean, speak. They're real peppy, right? Yeah. But uh, but I'm, I'm I'm dwelling on that. But from there. Uh, 20 years in the automotive industry, met some really amazing people uh, within the industry and outside the industry. You know, Marksman Construction right across the street here. Yeah. Really good friends with them. Um, helped them with some houses since I've left that industry. Um, got into the management role while I was still there. Uh, got to the point I got kind of stagnant. I was like, man, I'm topped out. I'm not going to really grow from here. And my wife became a nurse, and she was a nurse now for probably about four or five years at that point. And I was like, I'm just I'm done. I'm like, I got to find something else to do. And she said, well, go be a real estate agent. You know, you always wanted to. And a friend of ours at the time was an agent. She was doing good, you know, and you get inspired. Around when, what year was this? Uh, it was about six years ago. Okay. About six years ago. Um, so, I, I, you know, I went. I did the 90 hours, knocked it out. I procrastinated for a year doing that. And uh, I should not have done that. And then I went to go take the four-hour test. After the sixth time crying in my car, <laughs> I, uh, I finally passed it the tenth time. Is right? that for real? For real. I think that's for pretty real. common like uh, in, in the real estate world. I don't, I don't know anybody that's passed it, at least both sides the first time. Yeah. I know Whitney took it five or six times, too. Most people won't admit it. Yeah. yeah. They won't admit it. Most people who pass it right off the bat, they don't make it in the industry. Because it's, it's hard. When you get in the industry, like – it's your own business. You're yeah. a 1099 person. You're hanging your license with an agency, a broker, but they're 90% of them. I'd say aren't there to help you. Like they just want you to figure it out on your own. Yeah. And sink or, I, sink or swim, bring sink me or, some money. Yeah. Very much sink or swim. So, um, I, I didn't sink, you know, I, I, I had a lot of good background and customer service and, and I was watching other people that were doing the just job better than me. That I've never done before. And, I started working my social media and it just kept growing, growing. And, you know, I went from selling nine houses the first year in four months while I was still working full time, the 17 houses the second year while I was still working full time, 44 houses the third year while I was still working full time. Wow. That's a full time agent. I yeah. Mean, normal agents average about 4.3 houses a year. Really? A, a busy agent might do, I'd say, in my opinion, 12 to 20. So 44 my third year, right? Um, what do you think? Uh, key to your instant success was do you think it was social media and you just being um you know sharing the information and letting people know what you're doing or what do you so, think it so was? The, the crazy thing is like i didn't really start pumping social media till like the fourth year because i was still okay. working full time right you know i didn't want my company thinking i was pulling away from there and i was still doing very well at the company at that point i had transitioned into selling commercial air compressors to manufacturers okay and that was a fun job like i got to go into places like allison's uh, yeah. And your mom and pops that are trying to grow yeah. and either fix their problems, do air audits or, or completely like ground up, you know, figure out how much air they need. And I told my wife, I was like, you know what? I don't care if I make half of what I made in the old job I did. I just, I need something else to do and to get away from the dealership business. Not that, you know, it's a bad business. I just was burnt. Yeah. And, uh, and as we kept growing with the real estate, like we kept paying our bills, kept paying our bills off cars, her tuition, then we got to the point to pay the house off. We quit. I quit my other job. And then, I mean, I got I was busier than ever at that point, right? Because yeah. the third year, 44 houses. And then the fourth year was like 80, 81. 
which was like 23 million. I was like, I was like, man, in that year I, I did like nine houses or I'm sorry. Um, uh, what I did 44. I did, uh, shoot. I can't remember how many, 44 houses, 9 million. My goal was to do another like nine or 10 the next year. And then I freaking just killed it. Yeah. That's <laughs> did, awesome, man. But I did it I, he, back to your question. <clears throat> I would say just having that background and those relationships I built, through the, the automotive industry yeah, and in being intentional yeah, as I did, as I helped people out with their cars, you know, your, when your car's broke, things like that, you know, you're intentional and you care. And I'd give some people my cell phone number, uh, marksman. I would drop my truck off, pick their vehicle up. So you think it's, it's a lot of relationships. Oh, 100%. And, and then I would also assume that treating those relationships well, yes. um, answering the phone, following up on things that you say that you're going to do. That's the biggest thing. It's like when I first got in this, I was so confused. When I first got into roofing, everybody was like, oh, you're the fourth roofer I've called, and um, you're the only one that's called me back. That's and crazy. I'm like, or you're the only one that's answered the phone. And I'm like. I hear that in my business. It's insane. I hear that in my business. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, that just goes to show, like, just following through on your word, doing what you say you're going to do, treating people well, how far that will get you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing too, like not to center in on like, oh, was it a marketing strategy or even was it the relationships? Like the thing that I see in this conversation and that I see in most of the conversations that we get to have with guests is you just freaking work harder than everyone else. And that's, that's the part that I think everybody's missing out on. Even that event, great event yesterday that we all got to be at together and, and, um, was, was a lot of fun. Um, but everyone's always looking, and I'm, trust me, when I go to a conference or something like that, I'm looking for one or two golden nuggets that I can take back and like really blossom in and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like anymore, and it's just that instant gratification kind of culture that we live in, like everyone's just looking for, just give me one silver bullet that's going to make me a millionaire. Yeah. When really it was, no, the, the one thing that you did was work freaking hard. Yeah. And it's just like you, right? Like, yeah, it was because of the Facebook marketing and all that kind of stuff. But really what it was is you chose to work harder than all the other roofing companies that were in business at that point in time. And then, you know, on and on, I, I, I think we don't talk about that enough. That's I mean, our, our, our title is work hard, play harder. But like, just when I say that, like just in today's culture, we don't talk about the hard work that it takes. I think it takes, there's a time and a place, right? Like, um, you know, when you're first starting a business, like you're taking on a lot, especially if you're working another job, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of time to play harder. You know, when we first started this, we're, um, you know, I was working 16 hours a day doing literally everything from payroll to marketing to the sales to everything all the way through. And there's not a lot of time to do that. And so sometimes you have to buckle down and build your business. And then when you get to a point where, Hey, you know what? I can back off a little bit, hire some people to do payroll. I can hire some people, you know, to do collections and these different things or billings, probably the better yeah. word. Um, but, uh, you know, then you can start, you know, enjoying a little bit more of your time, but you know, as you did selling 44 houses with a full-time job, I bet you didn't sleep a whole lot, let alone play a whole lot that oh, year. No, like the sacrifices. I was just going to ask, like, like for you guys, I'd like to hear your sacrifices. Like for me, uh, you know, I, yeah, I got to put the kids on the bus. You know, I, I, there were some things I got to do once I transitioned to a different job, but you know, there was times that, you know, we would go camping and my wife and I both drive separate. And if I got a call to go show a house, yep. I'm showing a house or I'm there at the camper and I'm working on my computer you know, you hear, you hear a lot of people talk about their realtor friend that, you know, is on vacation and they got their computer out. It's like our business doesn't stop. Our right. pipeline yeah. doesn't stop. It's a whole different kind of business. It's not like we're nine to five. And, and I think a lot of people who get that entrepreneur bug and they think, oh, you know, it's then they're working a normal job and they try to go to that. They don't realize they're going to put more time in, more time in right. until you get to the point, you might be able to hire those admin administration. Mm -hmm. <laughs> administrative people. Yeah. And, and, and like for me now I have 18, 19 agents. I got two or three of them. They're amazing when it comes to, Hey, can you go show a house? 50 bucks. Boom. They'll go show the house. They're presentable when they show up. They're knowledgeable. They're happy to just get the 50 bucks. They're really good to the clients. I didn't have that starting off. I didn't have that with my other brokerages where we had that camaraderie. Um, and I'll tell you what, that's one of the reasons. Um, so my wife's realtor. She joined Sean's brokerage. That's how uh, we initially started getting linked up. And uh, that's one of the reasons she joined is because you had a lot of tools to help her. And then also 
um, she doesn't want to work 80 hours a week. Yeah. She, we do things with the kids and we travel. And so she has somebody there to help her and support her when she's out of town. And that's, um, that's a huge thing. So just so you know, uh, that's probably the number one reason that she came over besides obviously, um, you know, we went to dinner and, you know, we got along and obviously you want to work with people that you can get along with. So. Oh yeah. 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 Get, getting to know the, not just the agent, but the agent's family. Cause they got to have the support from their family. Just like your guys' jobs. Right. Like, if you don't have the support from your family with what you're doing, the likelihood of you being successful is going to be really slim, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, or or it's going to end your family. Yeah. I mean, you're going to pick one or the other, uh, which is sad. But just going back to friendships when it comes to that point, you know, when we were making those sacrifices, you know, we didn't play euchre with our friends anymore during the week. We weren't also drinking with our friends anymore during the week, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's funny you hear that thing, like, you know, not that I, I don't drink anymore, but, like, the people who stop drinking, they're like, you really learn who your friends are. Like, no, you don't. Like, they're still your friends. Like, they're just, they, they drink and you don't drink. They play cards, you don't play cards. I hunt. Just because my friends don't go hunting with me doesn't mean they're not my friends. Right. Um, it's just a different mindset at that point. And in some Stay your friends, and some might be like, "Oh, he's too good for us now. He's he's bettering himself." And you know, you, you have that. That's the part that sucks. You have it. We we yeah. have that too. Yeah, we, we same same thing. It's like, no, we're just trying to focus. I think you really have to be willing to um, to live and work like no one will today, so you can live and work like no one can tomorrow. Absolutely. And you know, that's a phrase that I keep in my mind on a regular basis. But I, I think you also got to kind of keep that stuff in balance too, um, which is. You know, you, you got to, I think you have to kind of start with the end in mind. Like how long, how long can you buckle down for? I'm not talking about for years and years and years, you know, avoiding or not avoiding, but even just not even being available for your kids and their things, you know, their, their games and recitals and all that kind of stuff. Like it, it does take balance, but that's what you got to pick, right? Like, do I want to go to my kid's Euchre game or my, my kid's baseball game or go play Euchre with my friends? And then that's like kind of where we had to kind of make some decisions too. And like, yeah, we got to buckle down. Work's going to be there, and we're going to you know get this thing going and off the ground and all that kind of stuff. Um, Do your kids play euchre? My kids don't. They, um, they euchre. should. Euchre sucks, by the way. Uh, I forgot he sucks at euchre. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't. I can't suck at something that I can't even tell you one rule. And I went. Well, to, I mean, if you can't comprehend it, it's okay. Listen, no, it's, no, here's the thing. it's okay. It's listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> no, hold on a second. If he's nev- if he's never played you chess before, and he played chess with somebody and they destroyed him, he would yeah. suck at chess. Yeah. Right? No, I've at, never played. You oh, here's the thing. I love chess too. Yeah. We can get some chess out. Aaron and Derek invited me over we're going to teach you Sabotage. how to play no we're going to teach you how to play euchre in the first five minutes him and derek are about fist fighting over the proper way to do whatever oh. and i was just like you know me and derek are very competitive we'll whosever house it is that's we'll be the back way. over here nah i don't go with that because we're at derek's house yeah. <laughs> i don't subscribe to that rule it was it was awesome uh, i had i still don't know how to play euchre thanks derek and <laughs> Aaron. Yeah. Well, we got sidetracked. I don't even think we finished the second game. We just started. Yeah, because you guys suck at giving each other <laughs> explanations. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was funny. Um, yeah. So here you are, six years later, after this, um, after you know some sacrifice and all that kind of stuff. You got. So, you, what'd you say? How many agents now? Uh, I got. 18, I got eighteen and nineteen. I have to. I know I got at least 18. I think I might have 19. Yeah. Forgive me. Hey. We uh, grew exponentially like this year. Yeah, don't don't feel too bad about it. Like, I, yeah. there's things that I forget all the time. I forget how many kids I have sometimes. <laughs> I forget their names. So, like, the fact that you're not sure on 18 or 19 will let it slide. It's okay. It's, uh, I remember all their names. I can count them out. Anyways, it's uh, – so I don't recruit. I'm not a recruiting brokerage. Yeah. I don't have anything against recruiting brokerages, but I do feel like when you're – recruiting agents like that and you're recruiting them i think maybe for different reasons like monthly fees so you can have a building and support that building and you might have agents with these paying these monthly fees for a year or two and they may not be selling anything on their own and their other jobs supporting that i didn't i don't want that i don't want to eat to get fat i i want a healthy brokerage i want a brokerage where everybody communicates with each other um, I was at a brokerage prior to this, the 150 people, maybe six of us produced like uh, a good, good enough number to where we could all provide money for ourselves and be on our own. Yeah. And the other ones didn't really do a whole lot. And I like the hands-on part of it. I don't like modules like, Hey, go learn from this module and you'll be fine. You know, I've had agents come from other brokerages that started off like that. And then they meet me 
and I kind of go over like, you know, let's do this one-on-one once a week and I'm not going to call you once a week. You need to be calling me setting this up because you need to be hungry enough to learn. Yeah. Right. My time's important. Your time's important, but you need to be setting it up. Let's, let's get together, but I'm not going to, I can't keep track of 18, 19 people. Right. Right. I, yeah. I can, but I can't be like, on them all the time. Like right. they have to be responsible for themselves. That's micromanaging and I have zero desire. I'm to not going to micromanage. Yeah. You know, if you're failing, I had one agent one time, um, amazing guy, amazing guy. I'm not going to mention his name. And he got into the business, young man. And after about three months, he comes to my open house. I invited him to like experience an open house. He goes, man, when do you think I'm going to start making money? <laughs> I said, I'm about to Gary V right now. And if y'all don't know who Gary V is, you should follow him. And uh, I said, you tell me when you're going to start making money. And I, I said the exact same thing. I said that Gary Vee thing. I go, you used to be a police officer and you you had roll call. We were supposed to go take donuts at that roll call. You said that those people were all still friends with you. Did we do that? Nope. You graduated like 64 people. You were a student editor. I told you to contact every one of your you know, people from high school, your teachers, you know, everybody, your coaches, coaches you may not have been coached by. Did you do that? No. Dude, you're a secret agent. Yeah. Nobody knows you're a real estate agent. And the, and and I think, um, and I do get upset. Like, I'm not upset with him. I'm upset with the fact that of his ability, what he could do, because I've seen what he can do. The it guy, sucks when you want it for someone more oh, than they want it for themselves. That's the worst. It pisses you off. Yeah. And, and I, Goggin said it talking with um, Rogan one time. He said, man, you ever just get mad at mad and you're not really mad at the person you're mad because you might become that person. Yeah. I, I was like, man, that's like, maybe you get mad because you might become that person if you hang around with them too long and, and you just want them to keep growing and keep growing. And like just one person in your company, that's a, and he wasn't poisoned or nothing like that. Like, but just like just having those 150 agents at the other company and only some of them are producing, you know, I yeah. bet some of them are down there like, man, I'll never get, I'll never do that. Oh, I'll never I, do that. I guarantee they said that. Yeah. It's impossible. But the ones that are trying to talk to those people that yeah. are trying to learn from them, like, hey, let's get coffee, they're going to get there, but they got to want to do it. Work hard, play hard. They got to want to do it. Right. You can't teach got to want. Yeah. You can't teach that. You can't teach consistency. Um, you know, I, I texted my team yesterday, said, hey, everybody, uh, go ahead and share. We have a really awesome group text, by the way, like Facebook group. Sucks. Yeah. People don't communicate on Facebook groups. Right. A group text. Yep. Man, they're back and forth. They're helping each other. I love it. And then I'll give them some tasks every now and then. And then I'm like, okay, somebody send me a video, like your last video you posted online, time and date. How many people you think did that? How many people you think text back within 24 hours? Zero. No. Well, we had few. Three. Oh, really? We had three to four. Three to okay. four uh, within three to four hours. And social media, like I, I preach social media as soon as they get on board, right? Yeah. I show them what I do. I tell them what they need to do. There was a, a realtor not long ago that just started in the industry in another state. And there was a story about him. And within a year, he made over a hundred grand. And how he did it was he went to all the model homes, right? You first start off, you don't have anything to show off. You don't have right. any cool houses. Yeah, you do. You got model homes out there with builders. Go meet the builders. Go talk to them. They're people. Uh, join your homes. I've created an amazing relationship with Tom Joyner. He has me listing some of his homes. I did that over time, you know, and I brought them clients and I reached out to them and I did a video of their model homes and I posted it for them, helped them get more exposure for free. Yeah. That, you know, that, and that brings up another point too, is like, I'm getting off when, topic here. No, this like, is, we can't be all real great. estate. But that's my, that's my world. No, no, no. There my is, world there is, is real no estate. topic here. And if your world's real estate, we're talking about real yeah. estate. Well, and, and here's what we do because we are so skilled as podcast hosts. Because <laughs> 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 I'd like to take this moment to relate the realtor world to the real world. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, but in, in like MTV, series, real world, deep, yeah. deep thoughts, MTV. Um, <laughs> we're not going there. <laughs> um, uh, that segue was about wow. to be so awesome. Yeah. It was going to be so awesome. I forgot. No. Um, yeah. Refresh my memory here a little bit. We'll edit this stuff out. Um, no edits. Let it roll. Where, where do we go from though? Where? Oh, doing stuff for free. Yeah. That's, that's a th another thing. That's a part of working hard, right? Oh, like yeah. there's just sometimes when you got to be like, I'm not going to get paid for this, but it's going to help me in the long run. How many roofs have you been on? 
that you didn't get paid for? A lot. A lot. Well, that's. Oh, here's, I mean, that's just part more of than fifty percent. It. It's part of it. Here's the thing: there's a million people in every industry that will happily take the work that you want to give them. How many of those people provide you value and bring something to you? So, working for free and providing value to somebody else is important because people aren't always willing to do that. But it's no. part of the deal. And if you genuinely want to help people, you genuinely want to provide them value. Most of the time it's going to come around because they see like, Hey, I'd rather work with this guy that's willing to do some stuff for me than this other guy that's just got his hand out going, give me, give me, give me. Oh give me, yeah. Give me. Yeah. G a good example of that is, you know, people call expired listings or they call uh, a FISBOs, which is for sell by owner houses. One well, FISBOs, here's a free nugget for any realtor that's listening that will do it. But you won't. Um, 1%. 1% <laughs> maybe is okay. You see that FISBO, you message them. Hey man, beautiful house. Do you mind if I take some of those pictures offline edit them a little bit for you, make a cool video out of it. You know how many times I've done that and I've gotten the business? A, a bunch, a bunch. There's one I haven't gotten yet. I'm still working on them. It's a lake house. That's but really I, cool. But I'll just take the video. The pictures are already up there. Yeah. So, it's like so, edit a band, like music yeah. and smell. Yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Or I'll change the colors because they might be phone, phone pictures or whatever. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but instead of calling and being like every other agent, like, oh, let me list let your Let me house. give it a go. Yeah, yeah. How, hey, great listing. You know, I hope you sell it on your own. But if not... Uh, but not if not, but I'll say, Hey, do you mind if I, I create you something to help you sell it? And then sometimes I might even go out there depending on the listing and do a drone, you know, flyby yeah. or something. And then I get to meet them, right? I'm yep. doing something for free. I get to be in front of them. If you get in front of somebody, you're more likely to close them. Yeah. yeah. I got a face with the name and yeah. you know, there's a, there's a connection there now. Well, they also see the sincerity. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you hear people's sincerity on the phone? You, you can, but you can't see it to an extent. Right. So videos are important too. Well, so and that we just goes back to, okay. You do that for for that client. Maybe they even stick with their own for sale by owner thing, but they're still going to be telling all their friends like, "Man, oh, this was kids? the coolest guy ever." Yeah, you know what oh, I mean? They're lying. What if their yeah. kid needs to buy a house? They, <laughs> yeah. can't, they can't go. They can't go uh, help their kid find a house, right? You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's the long game. It's the big picture. It's the relate. It's the relationships. Ar Arnold said it best, man. Arnold Schwarzenegger's got this new book out called. Um, Oh, what the hell is it called? Insert here, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, move along. <laughs> it's uh, um, do be he, useful. Be useful. Oh, never mind. He's got Stop it. Stop it. Quotation. He was taking be notes. useful. I got this. So, uh, so Schwarzenegger has a new book out called "Be Useful," and he talks about the camera lens, and he talks about coming over from his small country to United States, and how yeah. the United States attracted him, and, and he talks about you know what you fall in love with. And so many people, the camera lens is so zoomed in on what they think they want to do instead of having a broad camera lens. And then I guarantee you when you got into, guys got into roofing, like when I got into what I got into, I didn't know where I was going to go with it. Yeah. I was like, fair. man, like, like I, I just want to, I just want to get out of what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. I want to start doing something else. If I can make half of what I was making before, we can still live comfortably. That's hilarious that you said that. And I've said this in plenty of podcasts before, like I was in something and it just wasn't for me, nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't I'd done it for 16 years. It's yeah, not, not you're burned to do. And I was like, you know what? If I can just make X number of dollars, you know what I mean? Less than half actually yeah. of what I was making and maintain my decent lifestyle, like I'll be good. And then the love for it ended up, you know, propelling it to do really well, but I the point is you've said it two times now and I have to point out that <laughs> yeah. I've said that many a time. <laughs> like just I just want to be happy. That's it. Yeah. And 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 like you guys have blown this business up yeah. in a short amount of time. And I guarantee there's other companies out there like, man, how they do that, how they do that. And that's kind of what, where I took off. You know, I, I, I was like, man, my, my camera lens was like this. Cause I was like, I don't, I just want to just do it. Just what you just talked about. And then as I started just craft, like getting better at my craft and, and, yeah. and, and, and that camera lens just kept going smaller focusing, and smaller. And focusing, I was focused, focusing, laser focus on just lighting it up, man. Like, being the number one realtor uh, in my area, the best at my craft. And I, and that now, I mean, I can proudly say I'm ranked like 52 out of um, 12,000, give or take agents yeah. in Indiana. That's my numbers, not my team numbers. A lot of brokers just make their team, right. put their number on their contracts and their listings. Yeah. So they all get credit. Like, yeah, I don't do that. All my agents, they get their own credit. I get my own credit. Our agency's in the top 200 right now. And we're a small boutique brokerage. You know what? Yeah. I, you know what? Sorry. Go ahead. You know what I like about about you yesterday, and um, we were at a marketing event together, and uh, 
we were talking about Google listings and there was another realtor up there that worked for a different brokerage and uh, he didn't have his own Google listing. And you as a broker yelled across the room to this dude and was like, you need your own Google listing. Oh yeah. Like, you need that. Cause like you got to promote yourself. You got to work on yourself. And I agree that everybody should do that. And so the fact that you did that, I was like, that's pretty cool of him. Cause like most people want to like hoard everything. Oh themselves. yeah. It's just like you guys, you're saying with some of these people wanting to pack all the numbers into one. So that's really cool. By the yeah. Way. I yeah. Just, I mean, I just want to let you know, I noticed that it's uh, and he's a good agent. The guy works hard. I know that yes. agent and, and he's not getting any credit for those Google reviews. The only people yeah. getting credit for those Google reviews is his brokerage. He needs to build his brand as well. Oh, totally. And, and that's where like, that's another thing on one of my steps. I'm like, you guys need to get your own business, Google business page. And guess what? Like a majority of mine, like over 90% of them are my clients, but your friends, your family, past clients and other jobs, anybody can share on there about your personality and who you are. Those are yeah. still legitimate, real Google reviews because yeah. Yeah, you might be great at real estate, but man, if your mom's on there too, Google giving you a Google, like my son, I'm so proud of him. There's somebody else's mom getting ready to buy a house. Yeah, man, yeah. his mom's it's on relatable. there. relatable. You remember, yeah. uh, you remember the old uh, Eddie T. Transmissions commercials? No. Yeah. My son's such my a nice son. boy. He's oh, such yeah. a nice <laughs> boy. But that was the whole, I mean, that was the commercial for years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and if you look at it from a different way, so most people get, their information from Google, right? oh, yeah. from Google, from Google Maps, from the GBP, Google Business Profile Location. So if you have, say, 19 agents, you got your listing and they all have them, that's 20 profiles that they could come across that could directly bring back to Daniel's Real Estate. It helps them along the way, uh, but it also brings in more business for the entire company as well. So not wanting people to do that is almost shooting yourself in the foot, I would say. Absolutely, absolutely. And I would say something that, I'm terrible at like we're all terrible at something we hate something like right. in our jobs and it's the back end like the CRM stuff I do on my own um, I should have just a separate Daniels real estate Google and I should be like all right hey get your own Google but I also want to see if I can get them to give me one too for my my for my branding right because right now it's just Sean Daniels yeah it's just my own Google oh yeah you know it is Daniels real estate but it's just it says my name on it yeah yeah I get branch you know your your agents can be branches for you yeah yeah, and but then, uh, and then it shows you in on the maps and even closer, right? Because if he's got his agents sprinkled out ooh, throughout the place, that's yeah, a good idea. That is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. So so now you're you're closer. You have a higher probability of being the closest realtor to that person. Absolutely. If, if they do, we'll have to think about this because if they link back to the website, we'll do. Yeah. Like Daniel Dash and then Yeah. So he so he uh, was a, a GMB master before he came here. So what's a GMB master? Uh, Google My Business or, oh, really? or Google Business Profile or Google Maps or whatever they've called it over the years. So I, this guy was. I need to switch my email. He's an absolute monster. Is it so um, he's saying, like, it's not because really because the email that's on there is from my like my old uh, brokerage I came from. Yeah, we got you, bro. It w I, so uh, right, we forgot right, to tell you with right. every podcast comes a free gbp update <laughs> i just asked yes. for it if you don't yeah. ask for it you don't get yeah, right? exactly Close i could have left here and not said yeah. a word closed mouths don't get fed right that's right that's right absolutely i, I just wish more people were engaging in that panel yesterday I, that panel was amazing that was a lot of fun yeah, yeah so fun. we got to just so everyone catch everyone up because we've referenced it a couple times we got to go to a marketing panel that uh, Aaron participated in and uh, it was interesting so we had um, of course Aaron who who knows a lot about Google and in um, small business marketing and there was a, a videographer there that does a lot with like videography social media and that kind of stuff and there was a social media guru. another guy that was James. a yeah uh, uh, social media Guru, he's actually coming on um, with us uh, here yeah, in a Jeremy couple weeks. Miller. Jeremy Miller, Jer yeah, Jer Jeremy, Jeremy Miller. Yeah. Then Hardwick was the the photographer. He was the Ethan was a photographer guy. Then we had uh, Justin Hart, which is kind of like a, a overall marketing guy. I couldn't kinda, find him on Facebook. Like Jack, I don't think he's I was going to tag Facebook. him. He's not I don't think Facebook. he's on Facebook. Uh, maybe LinkedIn. It's too cool. Um, but uh, no, actually, yeah. they they sent out a recorded version of that today to my email for anybody that registered. So if anybody does want to watch, what was it about two hours? Yeah, but I think I think you could realistically get um, an hour of it, and you're going to get it because there was about a yeah, little could, less an hour of Q and A. But, yeah, and, yeah. They, and then we had uh, like a little small lunch break and stuff, so you could skip through some parts. But if anybody wants that, um, drop it in the comments, and we'll send you the link out. It's a YouTube link, so yeah. 
what's I love that kind of stuff because it's a room full of what we're talking about. People that are willing to work harder on themselves and they do at their job and and really learn how to how to protect perfect excuse me their craft well it's people that want to go hey how do i do this how do right. i get better how do i improve not like oh when am i going to start making money yeah. like, what's going yeah. wrong yeah oh, no it's poor me you know so it's like dude you got to do these things man you gotta uh, i continually go to different things now i'm actually on so if you would have told me eight to ten years ago i was going to be on a marketing panel as uh sme you know a subject matter expert i would have been like okay bud but now i've i've put myself into this craft to learn it for my own business. And now I get to share that with other people. And yeah. it's just, it's just taking the time, man. I mean, I basically been going to business college for the last, yeah. you know, five, 10 years or whatever, trying to learn these different things. So yeah, good stuff. But here's the thing too, like the downtime, like you guys have a slow time, right? Uh-huh. Real estate has yep. a slow time. Yeah. Like that's when you start like diving deep in that. Stuff, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It, it's, I've heard agents like, oh, yeah, I always take this time off. And I remember one, like, the next April, <laughs> the following April was like, I don't have any business. And I'm like, yeah, because you just stopped doing everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, what do you think? Like, people forget you're a realtor if when you, stop, you do that. You stop pumping, the pipeline dies. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Have you, uh, speaking of pipeline, and this would be really good for you, have you ever heard of uh, Jeb Blunt? I've heard of the name, yes. There's a great book that he has. I have a highly, copy. I'll give it to him. For yeah, me. we've got some extra copies. We'll get you one. Yeah. Um, it's called Fanatical Prospecting. Talks a lot about this kind of stuff. You and your team, I think, would really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Have you Seven Levels of Communication is another good one. All right. Really good one. I like Seven Levels of Communication. It talks about uh, not put, not buying billboards, you know, and, and, and getting in front of people and working your sphere a little more, being yeah. more intentful. Yeah. yeah. Is that a word, intentful? Full of, it is, full of intent. Full it of is intent. now. <laughs> I just made some shit up. Hey, uh, hey, look at that. We're, we're innovators. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right. We're not making shit up. We're put innovators. That, hey, I can put whatever I want in dictionary these days. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, At it. But no, it, it, it talks about going to the same place for lunch, like like once a week maybe. Then when you have a client and you meet them there, you already know the waitresses. They know you by name. That's genius. It, but it, it, but now you're meeting somebody brand new you've never seen, and the waitresses are like interacting with you, like, hey, how's the family doing? It's it, it. I don't know. It feels good too. Yeah. Right. Because I always tip my waitresses really well. I went, I worked at freaking Applebee's and stuff when I was younger, and I they worked their butts off. But man, they will make you look like uh, the the mayor of the the town. That is, uh, yeah. Getting in on that a little bit. Like that's the most important thing for me. There's a lot of great restaurants in Indianapolis. A lot of high end places and all that kind of stuff. And we try to get out and around a little bit. We, we've kind of we do things a little bit different than like even how I was raised. Like I'm intentionally bringing my kids to higher end play. Cause I want them to get used to like that steak tastes way better than Outback. Yeah. Cool. You're going to need a good living to provide that. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that's just kind of subliminally what I'm trying to, to, to get them to grasp onto. But, um, nevertheless, that's, that's what separates the great places from the okay places is absolutely the people that are working there. And again, not to, I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about, I don't care what industry you're in. It is the people that make your business. Um, well, they and, say that they, they don't, you don't remember what um, people have done for you. It's how you, how you make them feel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How I felt after I left, right? Exactly. How do we feel before the Colts game after we left? Yeah. I won't name the place, but yeah, we, we <laughs> kind of felt like, ah, yeah. that was like, it's like a mediocre uh, yeah. brunch we had. And, uh, and then my wife and I go to Geraldine's. I will mention them. Last night, and man, like they're killing it. What we got there was like, wow. And I sent them a picture, like, this is what it should have looked like. This was way better than Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I said it with some more words. But but that's it. It, But they did handle it well at at the place we were at. They they did a good job, but it just wasn't that level. There's a difference, though, between, okay, this is good. Like, so um, Harry and Izzy's, we were there not long ago. Yep. The waitress did okay. And we laughed and all that kind of stuff. And it was okay. Right. right? But this is probably the only time we're ever going to talk about that experience. Right. She got like a seven. Right. But man, when you've got that person that's going to give you an 11. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like your food could be screwed up. Yeah. And you're still like, you feel bad for them at that point. Right. You know what I mean? I got to complain to these people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously. I remember like my wife got together and we'd have a ton of money. We were both working hard. And Shula's was our place. Shula's not even open anymore. But I remember the one thing I really loved about Shula's is when you got up to go to the bathroom, you'd come back and they'd already have your napkin folded over your chair. Yeah. yeah. I still remember that. I, yeah. It's been years since we've been there, but there's this one place we were taking our kids to on a pretty well on a regular basis. Um, and it was because the manager, the general manager, for whatever reason, we ended up, 
he came to our table, saw that we came twice, memorized our names, my kids' names and everything. And so anytime we went out, it was like, oh, we want to go there. And then, uh, unfortunately, that manager left. And we've been back like twice. And now it's like, I don't even ever want to go back there. So, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's funny, before Facebook and like knowing everybody's birthdays and all this stuff, uh, for instance, Marksman, uh, he came in one day. This was years ago, and he's like, yeah, it's our anniversary night. Like, I, like we just start talking. He just, like, didn't openly just say, yeah, it's my anniversary night. But he dropped his truck off, and he said, yeah, we we got our anniversary night. Probably pick it up to tomorrow. I was like, cool. Guess what I did? I put that in my phone on my calendar. Yeah. And every year, I wished him a happy anniversary yeah. before Facebook was out. Yeah. And I remember the first year, he's like, how do you how do you remember that? I go, well, last time you were here, last year, you mentioned it was your anniversary, so I put it in my phone. Intent. Yeah. Wasn't that uh... – Right? I mean, it, it felt good that – Oh, this yeah. felt good. Well, that uh, uh, Napoleon Hill talked about that. Who was the original person that did that? Like uh, J.P. Morgan, maybe, or somebody that he would have somebody who would write down all of their information, like back in the day. Yeah. And then he would see them. And this is like when they're taking, like, you know, like way back in the day. Like computers don't exist. Like nothing exists. So they, they, yeah. Well, back then and they, they had like the Rolodex. Down, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and they so write I down think, probably notes I think in this there. was before Rolodexes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're chiseling this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, leather, leather like a little books. booklet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, of mahogany. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's like the seven habits of uh, uh, the Napoleon Holmes. I'm gonna yeah, seven habits of highly effective people. <laughs> there you go. Thank <laughs> you. There you go. All right, ignore all this. But yeah, he would write it down. That was the biggest thing about it. He would run into somebody after two years and be like, how's your wife? That's Stephen Covey too, isn't it? Was it? Seven habits of highly effective people. I think. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. But it, but it takes intent and time and, and want to that's do something that. I need to, that. That's something I need to be better at. There, there are some things that I can remember that, like I'll remember some obscure stuff typically, yeah. but getting better at like being intentional to make people feel good. Um, and did, and did, I think did you start key. off with, I want when you said that God, it's Stephen Covey. I hate you so much right now. Did you start off with, I want, this is something I need to do. I will. That's yeah. That that, that's is, it right there. Yeah. Isn't it? If you who, say you want to do that? something, that's just some guy at the gym. It's just, I was talking to him and I yeah. said some shit like that. And he goes, no, you can't say that you're yeah. going to do it. Well, and we talk so about that. I hear it now. No, that's, I love it. Cause that's exactly what we talk about. How we do goal setting and all that as well as it's not like, Oh, I wish I could. It's no, this, yeah. I, w- I will be, or I will achieve X. Um, yeah, no, so good. No, nobody ever wanted I appreciate the coaching. One. Nobody ever wanted it one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah, I'm going to win. You think that guy's going to win? No. Yeah. I, you know what? That's true. Cause I say, I say that to people all the time. They're like, yeah, I'll give I'll try it. I'm like, oh, okay. You already, you already failed. Oh yeah. I'll yeah. try it. I'll try it's it. It's like a word. Like, <sighs> no, I'm going to do it. Yeah. 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 So, so go ahead. I was just going to ask if we can go back real quickly to me being right about the author of that book. I feel like we breezed <laughs> over that a little bit quick. Brandon, Brandon, I'm going to need all of this. Did we got to bring Euchre. We got to bring Euchre up again. Hey, don't, don't say anything clever here because Brandon's going to edit all of this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, he already yeah. looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, already, I already Googled it. He already yeah. knows he's wrong. Yeah, so, no, so since we're talking about books, uh, what's let's Napo- put a tally what, what's up. Napoleon Hill, right? How, what what I mix that up? Rich with? Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> what? No. I've yet to finish that. That's book. Robert. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a. You're right. A cal- I don't want to say. Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. And I think that's actually in the book it is. I just had the title wrong of it. Um, but it could be. I need Robert's last name now because I don't want to leave that one hanging. So Grit's a good book for your team. Oh, yeah, we've done that. Angela Duckworth. Yep. Uh, another I one I really her. like is The Energy Bus. Yep. Oh, he. John Gordon is yeah. uh, was a mentor of mine for a little while. What? Yeah. Are you serious? No, I know him. Yeah. The Energy Bus. I use that a lot. And and uh, I, I've said this before. I think with Aaron uh, Goggins, I've read his second book. Excuse me. And he talks about a buddy of his that comes over to the house, comes over to the house, and every time he comes over, it's like negative, negative, negative about this dude's life. Kiyosaki. Yeah. And he records it the night the last time he came over. And he said, "Hey, man, I got I got to stop you right now. I want you to listen to this." He goes, every time you leave here, like you take all my energy. Like you come in here, you talk about your drive, your drive to work, you, you, you hate your family, like all this stuff. Like, man, if you're taking my energy like that, I can't imagine what you're like when you, like by the time you get home, like you can't have no energy. Isn't it funny how there are some people around that like, it's just, it's work to be around them. Oh, totally. I was sitting at, uh, I know people like sitting at the restaurant, yeah. my daughter eating uh, lunch and this gal sits down behind us and 
we don't eavesdrop, but man, we live like somebody's talking. Sometimes like, you can't you're help gonna it. hear some shit. And like, like the whole time she's just like negative, negative, negative. I just feel sorry for the lady behind me. And I just want to turn around and said, you need to read this book. But I didn't, I wanted yeah. to, my daughter was there, but I was like, I, I felt bad for her. Well, there's, uh, I was reading through the stuff and there's like only, and I have somebody like that in my family, but there's only so much mental energy that you have to give per day. And I've talked about this a lot. Ooh. And when somebody is draining it, like it doesn't matter. Like you get home, you get off work, and you're like, "Oh, I'm so exhausted." But like you didn't do anything physically. It's fine because you only have so much mental energy. And when somebody's draining all of that, you don't have anything left. Like you're wore out, just oh, like yeah. you worked out for ten hours. I, you know, I've gotten better at saying no. I have too. No, I've gotten better at saying. I had somebody yesterday, right after the our the panel. I go downstairs, and they're like, "Hey, you know, I got this stuff for for some of your agents." I'm like, "You need to give it to them." Like I, I'm not going to track. I'm not going to go find these agents and give this to them. Right. You need to go. This is your job. You need to go give that to them. Yeah. Like I'm. This is my stuff. Here's my money. Other agents order stuff. You need to go. Like I don't have time. And I would catch myself trying to be a people pleaser. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And then like later on, that person messaged me like, hey, I just felt like you know something wrong. Da, da. Like, no, nothing's wrong. Like I, just, I don't want to do your job. I'm like, yeah. you go do that, and I'll go do my stuff, and we're cool. That's something that's so key that. Um I feel like people miss out on a lot is is the word no. Steve Jobs said that he's as proud of the things that he said no to as the things that he said yes to. Actually, specifically, he said, I'm as proud as the great ideas we said no to at Apple as I am of the great deal, great ideas we said yes to. And so you got to be willing to say yes, to even to some, or excuse me, say no to even some good things from time to time because you only have so much time Oh yeah. in, in a day. And, and, if it's and I'm sure you guys time. are getting blown up all the time by vendors and all these people and if you're if you're like me like you get certain people and you build those relationships and yeah somebody might save you a buck here a buck there but it's always those shiny things and, and lenders do that a lot too in yeah. my industry like lenders um and then like once they get you going and like you, you kind of stop hearing from them yeah you know like to me a good lender is every quarter they're following up hey what's your team doing what can i help out with are we going to do an event you know, I want to get in front how can of it, That goes back to full circle to how do I bring you value yes. instead of give me, give Intense. me, give me, give me, right. give me. And they, that's, give me, that's, that's what I feel like time and time again. And, and it's, it sucks. It's, yeah. and it's finding that person that cares more about your business than you do. That's the one. Just like when I sell people houses and I'm yeah. working with my agents, I care more about, about their aid, their, what they're doing. Then what are you guys laughing at? What's going on? My his, wife, his, his <laughs> wife's out here cackling, <laughs> cackling I in the window. Look at my nose. Ain't nothing happening here. No, I wasn't looking at your nose. We got to get one way, I one way film on this. I saw a little ginger head pop over in the mirror here. Gingers unite. Yeah. No, man, you're, you're exactly right. Hey, let me uh, let me switch gears on us here a little bit. Let's go. Let's talk about this play harder side. Uh, thank you, by the way. I, I'm sure you're going to mention some of this at least. You brought some awesome deer sausage in oh, for yeah. us to try before Dude, we jumped in the studio. Dude, that stuff delicious. I, I'll tell you what. Go ahead and give a plug to whoever did that because that was amazing. Juicy. Wasn't the dry stuff that you normally yeah. like? That was perfect. I yeah, can't, so I so can't remember their name right now. Oh, so right. anyway, we'll come back to that. <laughs> hey, no, 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 this is this is where we go. It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, want to say Blotcher, but that's not it. That's a town down there. Uh, I'll think of it. I'll yeah, think of yeah. it. All right. So what kind of things do you like to do on the on the play harder side of things? So we, we love to we love to go camping and boating. I, my wife and I individually would like to find really cute and quiet um, bed and breakfast places. Oh yeah. Are, that are in good locations. Where have you where have you gone that you really enjoyed? So there's two places that were are our favorite. One was our favorite, it's no longer around. Uh, the first one was Gootlessville. There's a cool A-frame house. and Where and is that at? Gutlesville is just outside of Nashville. It's like a $20 oh, okay. Uber ride to Nashville. Oh, okay. But this place was somewhere like Steven Tyler would stay at and write. Or Nashville shot an actual show there, like this, the series. Uh, and the people were awesome. The two okay. people there. So to clarify real quick, are we talking about Nashville, Tennessee, or Nashville, Indiana? Nashville, Tennessee. So you were in Nashville and then yeah. took a 20-minute Uber ride from Nashville to this place. 
we would stay at the place. Stay at the and place. Uber, and then, and, and yeah. Uber and Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's near Franklin, out of curiosity. Franklin, I, Tennessee? I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry. But, uh, Why but that, don't you know? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember, I can't can we get somebody Barrett's, in here that can hey, answer my question? Wait a minute. Rewind. Geography questions. Rewind. Barrett's, Barrett's processing. Deer processing. That's uh, Barrett's, Barrett's yeah. deer processing. Yeah. Yeah. Shout my, out. My mind's working like my phone Still go right ahead now. and pop that in there so I don't yeah. look like an idiot going like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barrett's. Barrett's. Anyways, uh, so our new place is Riverside Inn in uh, Warsaw, Kentucky, right off the Ohio River. Okay. Like right off the Ohio River. And it's our second time going there was this year. And it's an old mansion that they've added on to. They have weddings there and all kinds of cool stuff. And the rooms are super nice, like freaking 12, 15-foot ceilings. That's cool. And it's close to some distilleries. Uh, but we really, I mean, we go there. Like, we'll invite a couple every now and then to go. And, like, we'll play euchre and get a good, go, uh, good bottle I'm, of bourbon. I'm out. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe we, I could get an invite, well, but no, 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 I'm no, out. Well, hold on. You can just, like, uh, oh, keep you guys going to teach me how you to play? You can keep the score for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can have, they got plenty of rooms. We can have more couples. But it's it's just recharging our batteries. Yeah. And we love our kids. You know, our kids are older. How old are your kids? 18 and 12. Okay. Uh, but, like, we're to the point now where it's like we don't feel real guilty if we do, like, a couple's trip. Yeah. Or, like, it's just us two. Because you got to do that. You got to. I don't feel guilty. We intentionally I don't, do I don't it. feel guilty now doing that. Yeah. And uh, I got a six-year-old and nine-year-old. But, like, we do a lot with them. And yeah. Very. Uh, we, we're they're intentional in, They're energy it. vampires. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> well, not, but not. No, but they're not. Not in a negative way. Not in a negative way. They're just, like, yeah. all over you all the time. And so, like, we need to go do some stuff, too. Because you got yeah. you got we got to be healthy. The marriage has to be healthy. I got some advice from a mentor um, before I even got married. And then, of course, during kind of the marriage process process and, and all that. And, um, really what he told me was, look, you've got to make sure to take time. And, you know, we got married 20 years ago almost now. And so it's even different in today's world. I feel like everyone is like, you know, you have your, you're a bad parent if you don't have your kid in seven different sports and you know, all they do is sleep three hours a day and go to school and play sport. Like sports you're, a, ba you're a bad parent. If you do that, by the way, put yeah. your, put your comments below. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not, you're a bad parent. Anyways, the kid's not being a kid. The kid's not being a kid. Anyways, um, we're about know, to get I, wrecked. <laughs> wrecked. I can't wait, man. When I played sports, but that, none of that crap was out. No, if it, so, I mean, I feel bad for him, but we have to, we, we can dive deep into this. Nah, no, no, let's, no, let's, let's, let's glaze over this one. <laughs> but so, so the advice was just like, you got to take time for yourselves as a married couple, even with kids, because what happens, you see a lot of people get divorced after the kids grow up and move out because yeah, you're like, who's this, who's this person that I happen to share a house with? You don't even know each other anymore. And so we've, we've been intentional for as long as we could at least to have a date night, if not be able to go out onto some trips well, I, alone and all that. Actually, I like it because when, when we do stuff and we do weekend trips and things like that, but they stay with my dad, their grandpa, they stay yeah, with my sister, their aunt, yeah. they're, they're, they're with family. They're People building their them. social skills. They're excited to go over to, you know, grandpa's house or Annie's house. That's what they call my sister, Annie. Um, you know, so in their, they're building social skills with different groups of people. They're experiencing different foods and different activities than we do. So like, we go out quite a bit, like, yeah. uh, you know, we'll, we go probably three or four weekends a year. Um, and they go up to my dad's or my sister's or something. Oh, yeah. you know, so. Well, anytime, any more now at the age our kids are at, yeah. they don't want to, they just want to stay at home. It's weird. Like, we got to yeah. force them to do some things every now and then. Yeah, yeah we're the same way. We yeah. got a 16 year old, and I'm sorry, a 17 year old and a 15 year old. My 18 year old, like 16, she goes, I'm just not a vacationer, dad. <laughs> I go, what? Do you ever, like, you, you, your kids say shit, and yeah. then you're like, how the fuck are you my kid? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so confused. They don't need a vacation from anything yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a vacationer. Yeah. Give it a few who, years. Who the freak says that? That's funny. Yeah, I'm not a vacation. So uh, my wife and I just started doing some bed and breakfasts two years ago. Ooh, so we've so been twice now. You going to check this one out then? I'm going to, yeah, yeah I want to check that one out. In. We went to uh, up in South Haven, Michigan, a place called the Carriage House. It's a lovely place. We actually go in the wintertime. Okay. And so there's not a lot Michigan of people out there. Michigan in the wintertime. It's fun. Is there snowmobiling? Uh, we don't. We just go there typically for one or two nights. There's a nice little town. great places to grab some food and everything, see the snow. There's a lot of antique shops. We, we like doing antique shops and things like that sure. together. And, uh, but the first time we went, we actually went with um, my parents and my sister and her husband and Andrea and I, and I was, I was like, so I'd never been to a bed and breakfast. And the only, the only 
like frame of reference I had was a King of Queens episode where like there was a shared bathroom or no, I think it was an everybody loves Raymond episode where there's like a shared bathroom in this bed and breakfast that they went to. And like Raymond walks in on like this old woman taking a bath or, or no, she walks in on him and like starts giving him a bath. I'm like, I don't know about bed and breakfast, but it was actually pretty cool. We had our own, we had our own bath. Yeah. They have their own, they're, they're nice. Uh, let's, they're, be, let's be honest. That's why he went. He's yeah. like, Oh, I want some old lady to come get me a bath. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Now we're on to you. She could probably teach up a euchre too. Uh, so, uh, camping, got a camper, you said? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, we, got, you got you got it permanently parked somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, we keep it down at Hardy Lake. Destination trailer, I believe they call those. Yeah, we, yeah. we used to tow camp or this other camp around all the time. And over time, I was like, man, I'm over this. And I found this permanent spot. And like, we're going to put the camper here. Where, whereabouts is the permanent spot? It's an hour and 15 minutes south of here, exit 34A on Hardy Lake. Lakeside Campground is the private side of it. Man, for 350 bucks, you got a boat slip. Oh, that's cool. I mean, so how it, big is the lake? It's a blast. About seven hundred acres, so, so you can. That's pretty decent. You can, you can ski, ski. You can yeah. wakeboard. It's, it's not too far off the exit, then. No, maybe fifteen minutes or something. No, you're talking 10, hour. 10 minutes. Hour, yeah, it's hour. It's a straight shot. Like you get you get to two fifty six, go to three, and then Blake Road is yeah. the road. It's all gotcha. Fun. And everybody there are, are hardworking people. Yeah. They're either business owners. Yeah. You know, they're all hardworking people there to relax and re, and and. Kind of enjoy getting away from yeah, yeah yeah re- recharge your batteries yeah and when we're there and the signal's not real great we did buy like a that's isn't good, that perfect that's good sometimes it is good no it's really good and I mean, obviously I still got connection because I got to take care of my clients um, but I feel like I'm gone for a week like we go out there and float on the boat like we're not driving around the whole time like yeah yeah we go out there we tie up their body we just kind of float and chill and listen to music and. It, I don't know, man. It's just, it's surreal to me. Yeah. And at night, the stars there versus here in the city. Oh, isn't for it sure. crazy? Oh, it's ungodly. It's it's beautiful or godly, depending on how you. Yeah. I guess it'd be more godly. Things. Yeah. Not ungodly. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> very good point, sir. That's my words. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, so. Our property's out there off, off forty six. And I'll tell you what. Going back to the stars and the uh, the godly stars here. Yeah. Like it is. Absolutely amazing. Did you happen to be out at that property for about a month and a half, two months ago? They had the meteor shower? No. Uh, we sat up in the top field, and you just sat there. And it started at like 10 o'clock at night and went to like 4 a.m. Obviously, I didn't stay up until 4 a.m. Um, or 5 a.m. or whatever it was. But I stayed for like two hours. And, man, they were just coming through. About every probably five, six minutes, you'd see a good one. Yeah. And it was it was really gnarly. And that's not anything that you could see up here. Isn't it crazy that some of the most beautiful things are the things that will take our world out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I'm getting dark. Yeah. That's the ungodliness. Yeah. yeah. That's really <laughs> <nice>. back. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. I'd be cool till then. But that was beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. We love we love being out in the outdoors and, and all that too. It's uh and I especially like being in a place that you kinda like have to work to get signal. Like yeah. I, I like down there right now, we're kind of getting signal down in the Valley, but you have to like drive to the top of the hill to get signal. That's how so, we are like on the lake signal. Yeah. You know, I'll go down the boat ramp signal at our camper. It's hit and miss yeah. Dri- yeah. At, at night. Nothing like, you know, driving the golf course. So you, you went, did you went hunting? What'd you, what was that like last weekend? What'd you get? Uh, when I went and hunted the property. So I am a trophy hunter. <laughs> Aaron's trying to make fun of me because I didn't shoot a yearling. So you didn't bring uh, he didn't, you didn't bring any sausage. I didn't I didn't bring any summer <laughs> sausage no? because I have awesome friends and partners like oh, you, Sean. Man. Thank you so much <laughs> for for bringing that in. Did you try boiling those antlers? It yeah. still tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just harassing you. Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, I think it's about time to wrap this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, actually, it actually it actually yeah, you don't have you don't are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh no, I didn't. I didn't uh, get one yet. But w- there's still time. You got plenty. Of there's said, there's can, still time. Can go you got Saturday late morning, late rut too. Yeah, yeah. It didn't uh, kind of got a little bit of a warm spell down there, and so that impacts the rut. For those of you who uh, may not know. Yeah. Anyways, let's bring this thing to a close. <laughs> Now, in all seriousness, Sean, thanks so much for for coming and, yeah. and chatting with us. This Appreciate was uh, an easy conversation to have. I looked up; we didn't even have that much time to get into the play harder stuff because we uh, such long. a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. but um, hey, thank you again for tuning in. Is it tuning in? Is it what is it, Brandon? What do people do? What, what are it's not really. Are you saying? are you tuning? It's yeah. It's just kind of like checking in. Just check. Just thanks checking for checking in. in with us. No cap. 
No cap. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, uh, how do people get a hold of you if they uh, want to reach out to you? you oh, can, good uh, plug. You can call me at 317-371-0060. You can also email me at Sean, S-E-A-N, at DanielsRealEstate.com. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Snitter Chitter. Um, Snitter Chitter. <laughs> pretty much any. Or, or Google under Tick, Sean Daniels. TikTok, Google. Yeah, Google. Got Sean my first TikTok client yeah. a couple days ago. That's pretty hey. cool. Even though somebody told me I was too old to be on TikTok. We'll throw, no, we'll throw dude, a link no. in for you, too. We'll, we'll throw a link in for if, you, too. If Zig Ziglar can do it, anybody can do oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks again so much. Make sure that you do like and subscribe. Hit that notification so you know when you got a new podcast come up. And tell your friends about this program. Thank you so much, Aaron. Always fun. Yeah. You, you want to close us out? Uh, I think you do a pretty good job, but let's just say thanks, like, and subscribe, all that stuff that he said, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> Check See you later. Guys. Check you later. <laughs> <laughs>